Welcome back to the Ontario County History and Culture Podcast. I'm Valerie Knobloch, President of Finger Lakes Visitors Connection, Ontario County's Tourism Bureau, and I'm looking forward to continuing our discussion today. This podcast is sponsored by the Cheshire Community Action Team, the Ontario County Arts Council, and the Ontario County Historical Society. We are recording in the Finger Lakes Television Podcast Studio on the Finger Lakes Community College main campus. I'm pleased to have with me today Kevin Henderson, the Ontario County Sheriff. Welcome. Well, welcome. Kevin, we really look forward to talking to you. You're new in the job, but you're a longtime veteran of being in our community. So tell a little bit about yourself and integrate that a little bit with the theme of history and culture. Sure. Um, So I I am new to the sheriff's role. This is my second year of my first term, but I'm actually starting my 36th year as a member of the sheriff's office. And uh, I'm proud to to be here where I am today. Um, You know, I'm the 55th sheriff of Ontario County. And I come from a long history of law enforcement in my family. My grandfather, Charles, was a Canandaigua City policeman who started in 1924. And then my dad uh, became a New York State Trooper in 1952 after serving in World War II as a Marine. And then, ironically, my mother uh, was also a member of this organization at the Sheriff's Office. She started in the 70s and was a civil deputy out of the Civil Division. And then just to finish up my history of my family, my brother Mark, who's a little older than I am, just recently retired as a chief of police at the town of Brighton up in Monroe County. So you could see it's been in our history for many, many generations. The histories are, of the families are always important because there's reasons we live here and we call that lifestyle. And there's a huge intersection between culture, history, and lifestyle. And and you and I were talking about some of the fun things that, that we get to do here as residents. but but also in your job, you get to know a lot about what's going on because you need to have the right people in the right places. So how's that lifestyle intersection with safety and, and being aware of what's going on in our communities? Well, yeah. And again, if you look at the, the demographics of Ontario County as a whole, and we're just under 700 square miles, we have over 1,400 miles of highways. We have um, 16 towns and eight villages and two cities. So it keeps us busy. Um, but again, if folks that come to Ontario County, those that I uh, know in the community or uh, maybe introduce themselves while I'm out and about, um, I'm visible, I wear a uniform every day, uh, are very happy to be here because of uh, the four seasons and any season that you're here in Ontario County, there's many opportunities to do something to take advantage of uh, the great county that we have here. Yeah, you and I talked about the lakes and the, the skiing, and obviously not only do you have responsibility for the roads, but also the lakes. Part of our duties and part of my uh, responsibility as sheriff, as the sheriff's office, uh, we have four lakes that we have in this county, and um, two of the lakes are uh, very popular. Uh, they do have a lot of uh, boat attraction to them, uh, obviously Canandaigua Lake and Seneca Lake. And then we have Honeyway Lake, which is down in the town of Richmond, and then we also have Canadice Lake, but that's a restricted lake. And what I mean by that is uh, there's no boats allowed un- unless you have a motor 10 horsepower or less. Uh, that's used as a water source, both for um, the city of Rochester and surrounding communities. In, in addition to the lakes, a popular visitor attraction, again, is steeped in history and culture. It's all our festivals. So talk about how you interface with those. And Well, uh, yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, we support those festivals and those um, different organizations. We provide the majority of the law enforcement services. It could be anything from traffic control 
to uh, actual having deputies on site just to have that level of uh, assurance of protection. And uh, we uh, work uh, yearly with numerous organizations that utilize the county to have a festival or a, a triathlon. The triathlon here in Canandaigua is well known. That attracts several thousand people just to do the triathlon. So it's, I think, something that we always enjoy doing. It's interesting, as you can imagine, in my job, I fairly well-traveled and love to visit other destinations and see how well they do it versus what what we do and bring home ideas and everything. And sometimes when you're other places, you don't necessarily view the, the police as um, approachable. Mm. But, however, here, I... My experience is that they're very approachable and it's fun to see engagement with children and and also directly in the venues. You're often very engaged and approachable, like you read to school kids and yeah. we have libraries here. So talk about how I know how important it is for an approachable police force. How do you make that happen? So what I like to do is uh, with my staff, uh, we call it community outreach. Uh, we encourage the staff. Uh, I have a little over 300 members of, in my office. Uh, we have six different divisions that we are responsible for in law enforcement services. But what I mean by community outreach is I encourage the staff to go out and volunteer, um, go out and uh, support their communities, not only where they live, but in, in their entirety. Um, we uh, have an explorer group that we started with the Boy Scouts, or excuse me, Scouts of America Now. And uh, we've partnered with them. Um, I go out. Uh, I, I really, truly like going out and being part of the community. I'll go in the schools and read books to maybe a kindergartner or our, our younger uh, youth. And then I will turn around the next day and go talk to our older uh, young adults ready to graduate and kind of talk about my career, encourage folks to look at law enforcement and some other opportunities. And I really do like that. And my deputies do the same thing. Yeah, and we we see you out too, not only as uh, uniformed police officers, but we see you as members of our community. And I was um, talking with you a little bit earlier about how uh, Canandaigua was just named as one of the 50 top cities to live in in the U.S. Part of what they wrote about that recognition was our degree of safety. And visitors, that's important. Residents, that's important. So, so talk about safety and how it, again, intersects with the arts and culture. We want to make sure we do our best, and I think we do a, a great job. And not only the Sheriff's Office, we have other law enforcement partners. I, we have the two cities, Canandaigua City Police and Geneva City Police, and the New York State Police. What we try to do is do our best every day and look at issues and what, what affects our concerns that people have. And uh, we go out and we engage and try to correct that. But again, as you said earlier, is the visibility and the approach. You know, we want to be approachable. Uh, if somebody, uh, I, quick story, I was in a red and white one day. I do occasionally drive a red and white. And uh, a, a couple came up asking where would be a good place for them to stay. And I gave them some recommendations. And um, they did not have a GPS. They did not know how to get there. So I said, just follow me and I'll get you to where you need to go. And these folks were from Ohio and uh, said that that's what they really love about this area. Every time they come and visit, um, they feel that's a safe community. So I'm, I'm very proud to hear that. 
Yeah, that sort of blends my theme of approachable and safe all together with that story. And sitting in the tourism office and hearing questions about what to do in the area, we also do get that feedback. We will occasionally get a note or an email that says, uh, the sheriff did this and led me here. Or someone on a highway department uh, told me how to get around a detour, and they did it in such a friendly way. So I think that's a credit to our what I'll call our lifestyle culture again here. Yeah, I agree. And again, you know, our, our goal is uh, not only for those uh, people, those residents that live in our communities, but also we want to make sure that those that come and visit our our community, our county, and uh, able to do a multitude of things, as I stated earlier, we want them to come back. And again, if you look at Canandaigua Lake alone, uh, the amount of people uh, in the summertime, our population more than doubles in this county come the summertime. Our calls for service do increase, but we're, it's manageable. And I make sure that I support my office, my staff, and uh, we uh, take appropriate action. And if we have to assign more people to a specific day, we'll do that. And I think the county uh, and, and those that visit the tourists that come really uh, enjoy that. And again, I have an opportunity to meet a lot of them during the summer. You know, it's interesting because you mentioned scale, you know, from when how we scale up and we scale down. And I think that's an important thing to know, particularly with relation to history and culture, and that uh, one of our sponsors here is Cheshire Community Action Team and the Ontario County Historical Society, both small attractions. And then you have the largest of attractions. And how, how is it to like make that adjustment, you know, whether you're protecting 30 people because there's going to be a lot of traffic outside and get them in the right direction or whether it's 30,000 people? Yeah, and, th- and that's a challenge. But again, uh, you know, we want people, uh, like you said, we have a we have a venue, CMAC, which is uh, which is the uh, group that uh, people come in uh, for our concert venue. And there's at times we can have 20, 25,000 people at a venue. Uh, we prepare for that. We, we are uh, more than uh, ready for those venues and we have the staff. But on the other end of it, uh, like the Cheshire, uh, Cheshire area, uh, that's a well-known area. People like it. It's uh, down towards in the hills and uh, people enjoy going there and uh, they have their annual parade and, and other uh, smaller events. But we're part of that as well. And, and you, you mentioned Cheshire, and I was thinking of some of the wonderful dirt roads that we get asked for up in the Bristol Hills, and people literally want to drive though, and I, those. And one time I had a, a supervisor, someone to say to me, how can you sell a dirt road as an experience? But people want that authentic Finger Lakes countryside. And you're there, too. You're- we're there. I, I know the roads that you're talking about. There's quite a few uh, roads still left that are, are dirt roads. People are, when they hear that, we'll, we'll be like, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, you get up in the hills and like you said, people like going up there. And uh, some people have their seasonal cottages. They just go up there. They're off the grid. Um, but they see our patrol cars. We're up there as well. And uh, they have, again, a sense of safety knowing that, yeah, boy, even the sheriff's office is up here as well. And another part of what we have, of course, is the outdoor assets and the challenge of those and the beauty of those as well. But um, Grimes Glen and the high tour area and the, you have to have specialists there to make sure that visitors enjoy those, but they're protected along there. I'm sure you have a few stories of being back in the woods on a ca- few uh, occasions. And good point. We do. Uh, we, we work well with our volunteer and uh, paid fire services in the area. We have 27 fire departments in the county. 
Uh, we also uh, prepare with the emergency medical services, our, our ambulance services. And uh, we partner and team up. Uh, it's not just my office, we're going to do everything. We have a group out there that are, are specialized in high rope rescue if somebody should happen to get injured in Grimes Glen or something like that. We're prepared to help deal with that. But we also want people to know, come down, enjoy, enjoy your day. Uh, again, we encourage people, make sure you lock your doors. Um, and, uh, but to go and enjoy yourself and enjoy our, our great county. Yeah, I happen to be a bit of a cyclist, and I know you do a good job protecting there, and I think that's more and more developing. But all the modes of transportation you see around our area, and then the Mennonite culture is part of our culture again, which is very unique, and, and things that we have comments on. You have to be attentive to those different cultures within our culture. The area around us is beautiful. We have the, you know, you have the hills, and we have the, in the, in the valleys. Uh, they are uh, uh, very attractive to those on bicycles. And, you know, we do, we, we, we have a safety campaign in the summer to ride, share the road with our bicyclists. Uh, be aware and uh, be patient. Um, they have every right to be out and enjoy our highways as much as the motorist. And then you're right, the, the Mennonite uh, community, um, we do have a, a presence here in our county. Uh, we make sure we meet their needs, their horse and buggy, and they have the right to be on the highway as well. And we go out and do safety campaigns to just to remind people, slow down, uh, give them adequate space, and pass when it's safe. I don't know if a lot of people recognize how many international visitors we have come through the area. We're very connected to RIT, um, U of R, and then our local colleges as well. What about the college influence? And because they bring multicultures to our communities, and and how do you um, integrate with that? They do, and we have two colleges here in our county. Obviously, Finger Lakes Community College and Hobart William Smith. We make sure that uh, we go out and uh, meet the needs. We assist uh, Finger Lakes Community College, their public safety department, and Hobart as well. They have a public safety department. But we want to make sure that uh, those that come to our colleges, um, either on or off campus uh, housing, that they're safe. But we also come out, we educate, uh, make a, make appropriate decisions when, as, as our young adults sometimes, we just want to make sure they understand the ramifications if they don't make good appropriate decisions. And uh, we just want to make sure that uh, those that come and are attending colleges here uh, feel that they're safe. And uh, I think uh, I think we do a good job. I agree wholeheartedly. And congratulations for all that has to go on. I think we probably have to wind down here a little bit. Um, so I'm going to sort of put you on the spot a little bit and say, in the vein of the history and culture, and you stop someone or someone stops you and says, don't miss these five things you got to do while you're here. What should I do while I'm here? Well, again, you know, there's a lot. Again, we mentioned our lakes. Um, we have a, a beautiful mall here, Eastview Mall. We have a great relationship with the mall. I have full-time deputies assigned to the mall. And again, uh, people really say how comfortable they feel at our mall. It's safe, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, we have the, the wineries. Um, we have a large winery presence here and microbreweries. We just want people to know, go out and enjoy yourselves, but plan ahead. Have a designated driver or use a service that drives you. We also have the Finger Lakes Racetrack. Uh, they, you know, that's very prominent. That's been well known in our community. We have the Hill Camorra over in the town of Manchester. Uh, this is their last year to do the pageant, unfortunately, but um, the Hill's going to continue to be there and it's a very large draw. 
draw for the Mormon community. Uh, again, uh, as I state, if you don't enjoy the waterways, you have an ample opportunity just to go out and enjoy the beautiful scenery. Uh, you can go in the hills and hike. You can ride a bike down along a nice country road and uh, literally not see a car for maybe an hour. Kevin, I think you and I should go on a road show ourselves because between us, with my love for tourism and your love for what you do, we have basically covered almost every corner of the county. But one of the questions that we get asked, but I won't put you on the spot, but I'll leave the audience thinking about this, is we'll get asked about food and where to go. And one of the questions I was asked one time, won't make you answer this, but... (laughs) I want to go where the police go for breakfast. And so we'll let everybody think about that because there's a lot of good answers to that. And maybe that'll be the, a future series of podcasts on places to eat and enjoy the food culture of the Finger Lakes. How about we end with that one? That's a great idea. I'd love to do that with you. We'll throw a little grape pie in there okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kevin, for coming and sharing in this uh, podcast. Thank you. This is Preston Pierce. I'm here with George Heron, co-creator of the Ontario County History and Culture Podcast. Today's discussion brings us to the end of what I hope will be the first in a series of podcasts about our community. And I agree with that also, Preston. This has been a fascinating project. It's been like having coffee with some of the more well-known and behind-the-scenes leaders in our community. And the more we do of that, the better our, our overall population will understand the, the responsibilities at hand and how well they're being carried out. George, if someone wants to keep this podcast going, what do they do? Well, they can just reach out to Finger Lakes TV by calling area code 585-785-1623. The folks here at Finger Lakes TV can help convene a new project on history and culture or any other topic. I found it to be much easier than I thought and certainly beneficial to our particular goal that we had in mind. Thanks, George. And thank you to our listeners. From the Finger Lakes Television Studio at Finger Lakes Community College, we wish you a great day.